Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Today we're walking to Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, and this is a big moment for me. I'm very, very, very excited. Yeah. Because five years ago when we saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, brackets, episode 135, just looked it up. <laughs> Took a long time for us to look it up, actually. Um... We, I mean, I think both of us had a had a similarly amazing experience. But for me, it was the last sort of transcendent cinematic experience I had. Wow. Where I was just beaming from beginning to end. It ticked every box that I want in a movie. It was your number one movie of the year, right? It was my number one movie of the year. I've, it's since become, I think, my number one movie of all time. <laughs> I love it that much. And it's I've your, been your it laptop desktop. Ten times. It's on my desktop wallpaper it has so, and, and I think like to sum it up it is it, you know you're watching a movie and you're like I feel like this movie is just made for me mm-hmm. it is I love animated movies um, Spider-Man is my favourite superhero um, I love uh, alternate reality um, <laughs> parallel universe sci-fi always have um, I love um, movies that have great soundtracks I love movies that are funny and have heart that's my exact tone of a movie and this manages to balance those so that that movie balanced those so effectively and it, it managed to be like incredibly like fresh and inventive it, it reinvented and it invented an animation style that had never been done before and has been kind of done many times since so the only it, way for you to go is down on this one. Yeah, exactly. So th- this is the thing. <laughs> it, that came out of nowhere. You need to calm down about this movie. So I am my... my, my this movie can... Oh, it is at a disadvantage already because it has to follow that up. And I'm just going to give it... I'm going to expect now that it cannot achieve the heights that that movie did because that movie also had the benefit of being a complete it was surprise. Fresh, yeah. This it was fresh. is a sequel, and we've since obviously seen the Marvel movie, like Spider-Man. What was that one again? No Home way home. home. Yeah, yeah, like this, and we've seen a lot of multiverse stuff since this one, actually. So, yeah, mu- um, and, and multiverses are a danger of becoming old hat now, <laughs> exactly. thanks to Doctor Strange and everything everywhere all at once. And so, from my point of view, I saw this movie once in the cinema, and I truly loved it. Had a really good time at it for all the reasons you've said. And then I've never watched it again, so I'm coming at this at a much more level. I expect it to be good. I won't be devastated if it's bad. Yeah. Um, I think it is going to be good. I think it's going to be good yeah. as well. I also just, anything Lord and Miller touch is just turns to gold for me. Mitchell versus the Machines was my favourite movie a few years Solo. later. Solo. Solo. It was not a good movie <laughs> but that's they exited that yeah but I they know, still touched it the they did touch it you're right and the bits that were good they probably touched <laughs> yeah for sure like They're the like, origins of like why Chewie is called Chewie yeah why Solo is called Solo they it's were really because good he was travelling by himself <laughs> my god anyway so good we're um, gonna we're going on a very sunny evening to this movie which is sort of sad uh, we could be going to a beer garden right now, but David Adamant. I would much rather be going <laughs> to this movie. This is <laughs> this is like my my this is the biggest cinema moment of the year for me. Okay, I'm happy for I'm you. So excited! I'm excited though. By the way, I and actually truly love the first movie, so I have very high hopes. For I this. do have to warn you, um, this is a sneaky part one. Oh. And I and they ha- I, d- I think like Fast X and Dune, 
they haven't been really advertising that very heavily. I think it's now a tactic where you don't put it on your posters because people might see it and be like, oh, we'll wait for the whole thing to be out. I wonder. It's so unnecessary to break movies into parts. I just don't see it. It could be a complete movie that then has another movie later. Yeah, make it a sequel. I don't think you need yeah, to end movies on cliffhangers. I think it's I a very strange thing to do. Uh, I don't well, what, what has me worried is I'm thinking of another massive, groundbreaking movie that reinvented visual effects and was genre-bending and next-level and a pinnacle of cinema in 1999, The Matrix, which then had two back-to-back follow-up sequels. <laughs> this won't <laughs> that, be like that. That massively disappointed, so let's hope they're not treading in, right. in those gonna footsteps. We're going to get off now. Yeah, we better go in. Excited to see it and see, see you, you on the other side. Bye. My name is Miles Morales. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man. And things are going great. Oh, yeah. You were supposed to be here. Bye. All right, whatever. Whatever? Wow. Whatever? So are you like a cow or a Dalmatian? I am the spot. <laughs> it's not funny. Don't, don't do that. Miles's grades are pretty good. A in AP Physics. That's my little man. And a B in Spanish. What? Ooh, okay. Miles. Are you trying Mira, to kill me? Mira, that's what I gotta go. All right, everybody. He's lying to you. And I think you know it. Right, hi, we're back. We've seen the movie Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, if it's your first time at the cinema, we don't spoil the movie until we get to Spoiler Street, which is on our way home in our universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy, what did you think of that? I really enjoyed it. It's beautiful. I forgot how beautiful the movie, the last, I kind of had forgotten how beautiful the last one was. You mean from and a sort of a, an art, an art, like aesthetically, art yeah, 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 yeah. It just looks so cool, and I love the differences in the universes and how they're drawn. And I'd forgotten how cool all that was. I love how it looks. It's totally different looking from anything else that's in the cinema. And I think it's really interesting how it was so busy, like really busy on screening, which is very unusual for a local cinema. Loads and loads and loads of teenagers. Yeah. And uh, very fun because it's opening night and it was like 7.30, so perfect time. Um, people will turn out for Spider-Man. People will turn out for Spider-Man, but what made me so happy is that all these people are watching this very artistically beautiful and different animation. But to get a really original drawing, <laughs> you need the lore of a very unoriginal character in Spider-Man. So that's kind of the Drawing, balance. you mean as in drawing a crowd? No, I no. mean drawing physically. The oh, drawing sorry, on screen okay, I see was so beautiful. Um, however, Miles Morales is hands down the coolest Spider-Man. It's funny you always said Spider-Man is your favourite superhero. I never thought much of him. He's pretty boring. Um, but I love Miles Morales and I love Gwen. So very happy to see them again. Obviously, we've watched a lot of Spidey on Disney+, Plus, which is Miles and Gwen when they're Spidey like... Spidey and his amazing friends. When they're like seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad to see the teenage versions of them again. Uh, I think the plot was very cool. Um, I don't really want to get too much into it because of spoilers and stuff, but the plot was fantastic. Uh, I loved it and uh, I do think it was too long and it just there's a couple of scenes that dragged for me a little bit but overall like the creativity on display is wonderful and I love to see a full house in the cinema and like I love to see teenagers at the film and talking about the film afterwards and there's like a really good buzz about it which I don't know that I felt in a long time in our cinema where there's an actual buzz after the movie and people are talking about it can we can we just address though on that on that topic so we said in the uh, before we went in 
that. I, I warned you that this was a two-parter. And I forgot. And I Oh, so you forgot. Okay. By the end, I was like, this movie's so long. When the hell is it? How are they gonna up? wrap this up? So I, I, I think it's very I think it's actually important that people are aware of that going in because it changes your expectation. Yeah, we overheard a lot of, of conversations. There were a lot of unhappy uh, yeah. punters coming out of that a few people said what the fuck there was like cursing <laughs> at the end of that movie when not, and the movie's not resolved yeah not because they thought it was bad because everyone seemed to have enjoyed it yeah and then I heard there was a, we, we just overheard a group of teenagers complaining that it had not been announced or uh-huh. that their expectations weren't managed so I actually think the I think the marketing approach has backfired there I it, think you, I think just, in a it, way is it a marketing approach or is it just that well, it doesn't say part it. one. Doesn't say it anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't say, it, say anywhere. it anywhere. You get, you know, it I mean, only I told. Didn't know. Just like Fast and the Furious, you know, you're only told that it's not finished at the end. But at least it says to be continued. Literally a cliffhanger, and this is the kind of feeling we used to get watching uh, TV in the 80s and the 90s. The only thing I'll say about this though is it is a comic book, and it says to be continued, and that is slightly more allowable than in other genres. But that aside. The most after film buzz I've seen in the cinema since we saw After Sun last year in the cinema and there was a lot of people talking about After Sun afterwards. Yeah. This is the most I've heard people talking after the film and I love that so I'm really happy actually. Yeah, there was an energy. Yeah, there was a good energy. What about you? I loved it. I thought it was uh, fantastic. I thought it, um, it, like, I think it delivered on, uh, it's the best sequel it could be, right? Mm -hmm. Because it delivered, um, on the the challenge of you know I don't, I don't think it can I don't think it can meet the original in terms of just its um, originality and freshness but as a, as as a movie that has to pick up that torch uh, it, it succeeds it maintains the it maintains and carries on everything I loved about the original it's got the same um, wonderful sense of humor it's got the same big heart. Um, it spends time with its characters. It gives them a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. where they're wrestling with um, with their relationship to each other and with their relation and their friendships and their relationship to their parents or their mentors. Um, and it's grappled or it, their uncle Ben's or their uncle Ben's. Yeah. So I think it 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 spends this movie knows that what we like about um, Spider Man as a character what I like about him is the relatability of him he's always appealed to me most when he was just a kid right and he's just a teenager trying to juggle um, the conflicting sort of um, desires and he has and also um, managing relationships and also being a superhero or whatever but the uh, but yeah I agree with you the the film looks amazing. It it, 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 it it doubles down on all those clashing art styles that we saw in the first... To the point where it's a bit overwhelming. Yeah, a few of them are really yeah. out there, but I think in a good way, I really admire the ambition of this. Um, it is... A, it, they pushed on the, the sort of uh, stakes and the plot of the first one. It is now a sprawling epic that's going across two movies. And it... Uh, I think it, it, it it's... Benefits. Sorry, we're trying to cross the road here. I can't multitask. Uh, it benefits from that bigger canvas. The world, the universe, the Spider Verse, kind of feels like it really came to life here. I mean, like, let's talk for a second about how the recent live-action Marvel one, like, just pales in comparison to this. Which one? 
the most recent Spider-Man, Spider-Verse movie. Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. I know, but this is the, that, this is interesting because the <laughs> that that is just kind of limited by the fact that it's in live action, and that's well, what no. animation We've is. We've seen so everything liberating. everywhere all at once. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everything everywhere all at once showed up how actually unambitious that uh, I think Spider-Man sp- movie. Was. I think Spider-Man No Way Home is a is a really good Spider-Man movie and I really enjoyed it but we said at the time you know we've already had our Spider-Verse exactly, movie yeah. and it's, it just has to live in these movies shadows yeah. unfortunately because this is just and those movies are living within the guardrails of the Marvel Studios template and this just feels like at any moment at any frame anything could happen right mm-hmm. there's, there's, a, there's a possibility an endless possibility to, to these movies where you're just like He's a wonderful yeah, character. I he's really so he's wonderful. endearing. I love him. I love Gwen. You know, I feel like we got a lot more Gwen yeah, in this like movie. She really steps up to the plate. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I, I I mean I think it's fantastic. I've been shouting to everyone um, I know to watch the first movie. I'll you do the stop same shouting for this at movie. everyone. I'll you know, it's weird. Scream it in their faces. <laughs> it's weird. I'm trying to get everyone. Everyone I speak to, like, what what's your favorite? <laughs> what? What, give me a movie recommendation I always give them this and they never watch it <laughs> nobody has ever taken me up on the offer I think people just look at that and be like oh that's a kids film right yeah but fair enough like it's an animated Spider-Man like it, it's a natural assumption to think it's a kids yeah, film yeah I know though so we were um, as we were watching it we had been wondering we've about been maybe de- been debating about bringing our kids come back and yeah. bring our five year old maybe and we've decided no it's, it's, it's well first of all just Visually and lengthwise, I think it would be too much for him. I think it's in. too complicated. And then he wouldn't be able to follow the plot because there was points that I could, you know, I, I was, I really thinking about it to follow. But there's a few complex. things. It was a shame because there's a few things we know that our Oscar would really enjoy. Like the bit, um, there's a bit, and this isn't a spoiler because there's a million multiverse. No, in just here. save it for oh, spoiler. Oh, I'll save it for spoiler. Because it's okay. a nice little thing. Let's go to spoiler. So street. we'll go to spoiler street yeah. now. But I, what I would say, if you have, I would say this movie is very suitable for I mean everyone you, you know your own kids but you know a seven eight nine year old um, could probably would probably be handled this I don't think there's yeah. anything too it's scary not, yeah, or threatening it's not particularly scary or it's, violent. Just, it's just complex it's just a lot and it is long and it's very long like it's a two hours twenty minutes <laughs> I mean there's some bits where it was just like it's five minutes of like artistic impression and watercolours and there's I'm like, definitely some bits where I was like I'd cut that out now as beautiful it is as it is and, and I feel like such a Philistine saying it because I know how much work will have gone into it but like when you're sitting in the cinema and you're like it's getting a bit late you have to walk home and record a podcast well I, I had a I had an awareness it is a long film I think it's like two hours and 25 minutes it's longer than the first one is it? yes and and I I had an awareness that it was very long uh, but honestly I was just so I, I didn't want it to end I mean you've waited five years I was grateful for every minute we I were getting I think you should hurry up though I think when you're going to do like a conti- to be continued you have to be very quick with the next one I know but that that makes sense when it's you know let's pick up on the Matrix Reloaded and and Revolutions again they were filmed back to back and then you've got that so you've there's uh, efficiencies in the production process then you edit them all at once you can do that you can release them one year after another animation literally takes years and years and but do you not think it's a natural turn off like the next time one of these movies is coming up i'll be like oh do i have to rewatch the last one because I don't like to rewatch films. I mean, this movie was did a good, pretty good job of recapping everything from the. It did, yeah. I just feel like one, I, thought. I feel like it's a funny decision because creatively, because it kind of annoys people at the end of this film, 
and it may slightly put people off at the beginning of the next one. Yeah, it's like I don't get it as a decision. It's always a tug of a, it's, it's a give and take. But what I will say is, the things I was just praising for the movie, spending a lot of time with its characters, like like just Miles and his mom having heart to hearts, like lengthy dialogue you don't get that if you have to cram the, all the plot into one movie do you know what I mean I don't know so can they, we go to spoiler street because there's yeah, a point okay, where okay. I thought I could have wrapped up all very right. nicely okay so spoilers now for uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and also into the Spider-Verse all the Spider-Verses oh so now that we're on spoiler street I do want to say that I think it actually could have ended I, I think there was a lot of padding that they could have removed and it could have ended with Miles in the bedroom with his mom and then like the realization that he was in the wrong one. I thought I it was going to end. Yeah, I thought that There were a few times I thought it was going to end. But then I absolutely love the fact that he met himself and that he's the bad guy from the first movie. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was so cool. So I yeah. think that was a very I, I actually and really they, enjoyed it. They the actually ending. signposted it and I can't believe I didn't connect the dots because we saw uh, it come up on the screen Earth 42 where he was being sent yeah. and they showed us 42 like every time like they didn't hide it yeah I think that was so clever I think the whole sequence of him once he arrived in like the spider lair for want of a better word and like Oscar Isaac is I the big guy I loved all that that was spectacular yeah like absolutely spectacular how they did that and I had said so today it was so quick and filled with so many gags it's so good I had said today before the film started that I thought we were going to have people live action from the live action movies because I had actually been expecting in the live action movie uh, recent one I had been expecting Miles, Miles Morales to show up as an animation so I guess the reverse yeah. has happened now like they had to link them I think so it would I be that weirder that cool. if they showed up in that than live action people showed up in this that, <laughs> it would have been like a very Roger Rabbit but I love how they did it and they showed us just so many iterations of like the Uncle Ben thing the Captain thing I love Donald Glover is in this which oh, is so good. a nice little nod because he was uh, due to he was in the running to play Spider-Man at, would once, have been at one stage. So I and he was supposed to play that. Miles Morales. I love that he was in it. Yeah. I love the idea that each... And I feel like I've seen it before, by the way. I think it, I've seen it in something else. Where each Spider-Man has like a catastrophic event that like makes him Spider-Man. Or oh like God, Mary love, Jane always dies or whatever it is. I love this idea. But they, that but was in the, uh, the it live was in the first one, yeah. They all had their Uncle Ben. They no, all but had, in the last one, remember Andrew Garfield? Oh, yeah, and yeah. All of them they did the like, same thing, yeah. Their girlfriend had all died in a tragic way. It was my Uncle Ben. It was, it was Gwen for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I And I like that they showed... They used, we saw Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I love um, that. In uh, some screens. And I think that the... The idea will be that Miles is an anomaly, so actually it he can won't. break the cycle. He can break the cycle. Yeah, I love this idea. However, but, I don't. Sorry, I think I, go on. Gwen's whole thing of like we're supposed to be the good guys is like, well, Gwen, kind of what Oscar Isaac's saying. He kind of has a point. If you're just going to save one person to like kill a whole planet, it's probably not the best idea it's either. The it's the trolley problem again. <laughs> I really enjoyed that though, and I thought Oscar Isaac was cool. His character. Yeah. And I love to see the. The older, jaded Peter Parker back again with the baby. That was I'd forgotten <laughs> yeah, that was all nice. that stuff from the first movie. To be honest, so I was really glad like to see him back. At the very end, they had the Nicolas Cage one, but he didn't say anything. Did you see him? Yes, yeah, in yeah. more detective. So I presume he'll be back for the third one. It was all very fun, anyway. But what? the ending was how clever cool. though? How clever though? Again, I mean, look, look this, this, this is why I like these movies is because they're meta, but not in too much of a of a you know meta can be is a very 
fine line to tread and it can get kind of winky and annoying Mm -hmm. um but this movie has made its main plot point that every spider-man movie every spider-man every iteration of spider-man that we have seen in uh comic book form video games um movies whatever they all have to follow these beats this is the canon and this movie itself is commenting on that in itself yeah so clever and then saying no we are as a movie we're gonna we're trying to do something different here you don't have to stay within the canon we're cooler I love when he runs into through the like shrink's office and the the shrink saying let me guess (laughs) but there's so (laughs) many good gags here and let's talk a bit about the spot uh, who I thought it sounded like Jason Schwartzman and it was the I, what I love. Remind lo- me who Jason Schwartzman is. He's um, Nicholas Cage's cousin, which is weird, and he is in all the Wes Anderson movies and oh, bored yeah, yeah. to death, you yeah. know. And, uh, um, but I thought this character was wonderful. Um, he looked so cool. So cool, and it's such a fun power. He's also um, kind of an underused Spidey villain. I've never heard of him before. Um, I really enjoyed it at the beginning when he was just trying to rob an ATM. I love I love that they they started him as, you know, he's the villain of the week and that's what he presented as. Yeah. And this kind of bumbling buffoon and then he was um much like Miles is treated, he's um disregarded, right? He's looked mm-hmm. down upon. Uh, and this was this was Miles in the first movie as well. Do you remember this character from the first movie? This character's not in the first movie. He, oh no, he, this, he is. He is, This right? is what's he's so funny. Because, yeah, but he's, there's a f- brilliant gag in Into the Spider-Verse where they're fleeing the canteen of this Alchemex lab and uh, he throws a bagel at someone and it hits them on the head and then you know the way letters pop up when uh-huh. things happen? It just says bagel over his head mm-hmm. as it hits him in the face. And it's... And it's that guy. Completely throwaway background character. And they <laughs> give the bagel guy a villain origin story. I mean, that is so fantastic. I'm um, getting confused as we speak about the other movies because we're now speaking about three movies that have the word Spider-Verse in the title. And you yeah. couldn't pay me to remember what the name of each one is now as we're speaking about it. It is confusing. No way Only home, to get more confusing. I like how they mentioned about Doctor Strange and him messing things up. Yeah, that was nice. Like, it's... It's getting so meta, but to your point, it's not actually annoying me. But I feel like if it wasn't this beautifully packaged, it could be annoying me. But this is, un- this is an unsustainable model, this level of metaverses. <laughs> yeah. We cannot continue like this. Unless it, the thing is, though, Spider-Man is the most popular character and the most known, so you can just about get away with it. Like, if this was all about a load of Thors... Like yeah. we wouldn't care. Like I love when the, the Lego one. That's what you were talking the about. The Lego like, one. When I was like, that. oh, I'd have loved Oscar to come in. There's like a Lego Spider-Man, and it's like, yeah, Lego verse. And like, I just think it's there's kind of <laughs> infinite stuff to mine here. It's like Batman. We all know the story of the pearls falling on the ground and his parents being murdered. This is like, well, I was bitten by a spider, and then my uncle Ben died. And like, it's just funny that we and know it, that about all of them. It's weird that you just mentioned that because we have another film coming out with Batman and two flashes where they explore the multiverse together. Oh I'm my like, God, come I can't on, bear guys. Because I don't want to watch like, that movie. It's like that Hollywood trope where they release, um, you know, two volcano movies at the same time mm-hmm. and, and two uh, um, animated movies about ants or two animated movies about fish. Yeah. You know, it's just like this is this is like IP. But the difference is though that IPs. like nobody cares about the Flash. <laughs> yeah. No one's like, God, I really need to see a movie about no, the Flash. No, but nobody cares about the Flash. But people want to see Michael Keaton. Yeah, I do want to like, see that. That's what's the draw is. But even when um, I saw him in the trailer, I was like, Oh, but now he's in the film with that like weird actor playing yeah. Flash. Like, 
and I just feel like the, it's the, all the gone wrong. That, the fact that the, like th- that that movie has not been shelved and they were shelving everything, <laughs> and he is the one that had the most controversy. I know, it's so anyway, icky. let's save it um, for another time. But yeah, this movie, I, I just, presume you're gonna go and see it again like tomorrow. I w- no, like I can feel you dying to go yeah, and see it again. Yeah, I definitely want to see it again. It's just so rich with stuff to look at. Yeah, and I, think I feel you'd like catch a hundred more things. I know, series. and there were so many good little uh, side gags. I love the the Ben Riley one. He's a character in the comic books. You know, he was the one that was like narrating himself all the time. I didn't get and that, but I thought yeah, it was funny, but it, I didn't get that. Yeah, and he was always so moody because it came out in the 90s. That's why he's wearing like a ripped denim jacket. And right. he's supposed to be super edgy. No, my favourite is he's the He's a English, clone of Spider-Man. It's the a, it, English punk one is my favourite. Yeah, he was really he was cool. So and that's cool. that's that style, that sort of uh, sex pistols, never mind the buzzcocks um, sort of... Um, uh, artwork with all this like scrapbook style. I mean, that was the that was he the was one that so they pushed cool. out the most. And he was almost like a different texture than the rest of them. I can't describe. It must have I, been I Daniel Kaluuya. We saw him in the credits. Yeah, it must have been him because it was an English voice. Yeah. But but I don't know how to describe artistically how he was different than the rest of them. But he was just drawn very differently. Yeah, and it was, and was like really interesting. Differently. And like yeah. his um, guitar was always around his back, and it was like always covered yeah, with that a was moving so yellow cool. blob. I love the plot with them. Um, uh, quickly before we wrap up, Gwen and her dad. I found that very moving. Yes. And I love Gwen's little arc of like I've always wanted to be in a band, but I can't make it work. And then at the end, she like creates her own band. Oh yeah, I hadn't. I thought that was that. a yeah, lovely little um, kind of bookend for yeah. her. And then I just love the story of like Miles, like just like when you think about it and you're thinking about how busy Spider-Man always was and he's always juggling so many things. Miles is the first time I've really like felt that because I was always just kind of like, oh, whatever, Spider-Man's a bit annoying. But Miles, I really feel it for him and he really, you know, I guess he's a bit more interesting than the other Spider-Man. I love he's like texting while he's in the middle of a fight. (laughs) But I love his relationship with his mom and um. When, when they obviously I'm just like a mom with sons so I was like I don't want my kids to I grow I thought that was really lovely there's some lovely really dialogue nice, yeah. there like I've always looked after this little boy and I'm worried that um, did you notice that like the evil Miles has more of like a Hispanic accent and I think it's because his dad died so he speaks Spanish at home with the mom oh, all day now oh interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah because yeah. he um, was like rolling his R's and stuff so I thought that was really cool I love the new badass Miles with his long braids and his like claw yeah I can't really remember what that creature was but I'm like totally down for them like fighting each other in the next movie I love the idea of this crime riddled world that doesn't have a Spider-Man as well and his dad's doing his dad it's very back to the future too with like 100% with Biff taking over and this so clever (laughs) I actually do you know what like I wish the other one was going to come out sooner because I'm pumped for it like if it was coming out at Christmas now I'd be totally down for it I'll have lost this energy by the time the next one comes out well let's google it now live on it when you live google everyone loves this I hate when you do that (laughs) Don't do it They're listening now In the future And And thinking I could google this Faster than you Dave You're just reading Something Spider Verse Bear with three Here we go Here we go Here we go Oh my god The title's officially Been revealed We know that When's it out When's it out Guys, I can't You've do it. The podcast. I can't do it. Right. End of. <laughs> Where anyway, is it? It, we it will it. be out at a time in Highly the future. I recommend. Um, and yeah, come over to our socials: Twitter, Instagram. Uh, letterbox let us know what you think um, come over to Patreon where we do weekly TV reviews and monthly uh, retro movie reviews and we currently have a 7 day free trial so you can go to patreon.com forward slash the cinema and listen to your heart's content to over 100 episodes maybe 
for free. If you can listen to all of them in one week on your seven day trial, we'll give you a lifetime free subscription. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> How's someone going to prove that? I don't think it's humanly possible. <laughs> we'll have to do a swap quiz to them. Um, but anyway, don't make promises we can. Over. Don't make write checks we can't cash. <laughs> come over and say hi on Patreon. We've been having the best time at the moment discussing the succession ending, and there's loads of back and forth on that. Yes, and we're going to do another silo episode yeah, on Apple silo TV. Yeah, silo coming up soon. I forgot to mention um, the, uh, the, uh, the awesome Indian Spider-Man. Oh my God, and, I um, him. Mum, what was it? Um, Mum Patton. Mumbatten. I love that like in his Mumbai perfect hair, and, uh, and he's like, "You can't say naan bread. That's like saying bread, bread." And he can't <laughs> so say good. Which was funny tea. because um, that was a gag that Miles himself had had at the beginning of the movie about ATM machine. Oh yeah. yeah so. And I love how he was like, "It's so easy being Spider-Man," yeah, yeah, and then they were that. like, "No, it's just that your girlfriend hasn't died yet." <laughs> Very enjoyable. And Spider Baby, love her. Oh, she was cute. Very I love. I really. They nailed like that that new parent thing as well, where you're like, oh, look at the, these pictures of my kid. And, <laughs> and I really liked the way he was following Miles around and being like, I really think you just need to hold the baby. <laughs> and Miles was like, get your baby away from me. <laughs> so good. Anyway, thank you for listening. Yeah. And Dave, I'm glad you had so much fun. And I'm glad you had fun as well, Cathy. Thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I looked at my uncle and... Uh, let me guess. He died. <laughs>